Today on Happier Music Teacher, teachers stop doing summer wrong. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Happier Music Teacher. Are you a music teacher who has no time, no voice, and you kind of need to pee? I'm Beth Duhon. I'm a Christian, wife, mother, musician, and former stressed hot mess music teacher. I've been there. Join me every week as we work on easy micro actions so that you can be a happier music teacher. Don't get me wrong, summer is definitely a perk of being a teacher, but I've always had a little sense of dissatisfaction. I wonder if you might too. To me, doing summer wrong is not feeling very relaxed or very productive because we have unrealistic expectations for both. Let's dive in today and see what we can do about that. The first step is admitting that summer is finite. This sounds like a 12-step program, doesn't it? There is never going to be a summer that you are going to fit in all the productivity and relaxation that you'd like. It is a nice amount of time, but it goes fast and a lot has to be crammed into that. So let's just from the get-go decide that we realize it has limitations. There are time limitations and money limitations and energy limitations. You do not have to do everything in that amount of time. So just go ahead and take the pressure off right now. Regarding your relaxation and productivity goals, go ahead and just slice them right in half. And then when you do that, slice them in half again. I'm no math major, but I think you put it into quarters. Aim super low. And this is not sound very motivational, but trust me, it is. Start out there and be super happy with that, not aiming crazy high and feeling discontent and uneasy at the end of the summer with what you have accomplished. You cannot do it all and you shouldn't do it all. Another thing to think about is that your needs count too. As wives and mothers, don't give yourself the leftover time and energy after everyone else has their fun and activities. Seems like we put everyone else's things on the calendar, we work ourselves around them, we get up early, we stay up late, and we forget that our needs count too. Think about what is going to really move the needle for you and you want to do this summer. Call your shot. Put it on the calendar. Tell your family. Not in a demanding way, just an informative. Don't ask permission. They don't ask permission, do they? And then stick to it. So for me, going to a movie alone is pure heaven. Surely you can find two or three hours during this summer to block out to go to a movie by yourself or with friends if you happen to be social. Is it scheduling regular lunch dates with friends? You can make that happen. It's not a lot of time. Is it an end of the school spa day and you don't want to do anything for anybody with anybody the rest of the day? Put on the calendar and stick to your guns. Regarding the chores, same thing. You don't have to be Cinderella while the rest of your household is off living their best life. Maybe your spouse grills to take care of some meals. Your kids can run a vacuum, and if they don't, they should now. Now, if this is new for them, expect some pushback. Don't expect them to throw you a ticker tape parade for having the family chip in. And you're not a dictator, uh, but you are getting into the rhythm that the family is a team, and we all work together to make the household run smoothly this summer. Trust me, you'll be a happier person, a happier music teacher, if you will, if you start implementing this. I think as teacher musicians, as Anne Molesky says, we forget to make music. So this summer, time and energy permitting, make some music. Um, I've had fun inviting someone over to play duets. I've had fun joining a municipal band or a choir. Maybe if you can't swing that commitment during the school year, there's something that you could do just this summer. Maybe you could be on the praise team for your church just this summer. Maybe you could join a seasonal choir that sings for um, that sings just for Independence Day. 
Look into your options and check into it. Even just going to concerts. I've had so much fun the past few weeks going to concerts that frankly, I would normally never attend just to support a friend. It's been wonderful. Think about that. It also doesn't have to feel like medicine or vitamins to go to a concert. You don't have to go to something that's very fancy or highbrow. Uh, go to something that's local, cheap, easy, or that a friend is performing in. We're going to be proactive and not reactive. And this is just a theme that resonates in my head as I live my life. Don't wait until August and then get pouty that you didn't have a summer. Ask me how I know. At that point, it's a little bit late and you're going to be crowding everything in and feeling stressed. To my way of thinking, in August, if you're on my school calendar, which is like Texas, August is really when things start ramping up. You definitely don't want to be squeezing the other things in. So what would it take for you to feel like you had a summer and something you can do up front now? Now, as I said in last week's episode, if you listen, this is not pick everything from the menu. This is pick one thing, maybe two things if you're an overachiever in this episode that would really move the needle for you, that resonate with you in your life situation that you can implement. I just like to give you a lot of choices because I like choice. Maybe you get season passes to your local water park. That's what I'm going to do for me and my son. Maybe you do a childcare swap. If you are just up to your ears in young people, maybe you swap childcare with a friend so that you get a day and then you pay for it by having another day with their kids. But it's all right because the kids make it more fun. Maybe there's an Airbnb or a cabin that you like to go to every year. Go ahead and get out in front of that now so you know you have one thing booked that you look forward to and can be excited about. Another thought that comes to mind as I think about summer is a lot of us just wait till conditions are perfect to enjoy life. If it is beautiful outside, you do not have to steam clean your carpets that day. You do not have to write out your yearly plans for the school year that day and all the while feeling grumpy and resentful about it. Own your choices and get happy. Don't let your fat arms, your fat legs, your fat stomach, I don't know, I'm just talking about myself, keep you from having fun at the pool. It is time to get over the body shaming. Go have fun. If you're on a budget with a staycation, which for a lot of us as teachers is real, grab a beer with your husband or wine if you're fancy on the back patio after the kids in bed and call it a date. You have more control than you think. And finally, I want you to get happy with your level of schoolwork and stick to it. A lot of y'all, I've got to be honest, you just wear me out with the amount of summer prep for the school year. Your summer prep is intense. That would make me feel exhausted before I started, but it might be what helps you feel better going into it and it eases your anxiety. Some of you will not touch a thing from May until August. We don't have to shame each other about it. I think we each have our level. I think it depends on what your teaching situation is, what your bandwidth is. There is no right or wrong with that as far as I'm concerned. Make a choice, get happy with it, and stick to it. There are a few resources that I like about this, and I have not written them, but I'm happy to share them with you. These are two of my favorite people in the podcasting space. One is Kendra Adachi, the Lazy Genius, and she has a product available for sale called the Summer Docket. I'm going to link that in the show notes for you. It is on her website, Lazy Genius. Angela Watson of Truth for Teachers also has a summer plan just for teachers, and I'll put a link for that in the show notes. Let's recap. The first step is admitting that summer is finite. Have a talk with yourself. It does not last forever. There are limited things you will get done in your one summer. We're going to cut the relaxation and productivity goals in half and then half again. Think about how you can lower your expectations, which I know sounds like a really pessimistic way of thinking, but I think it's actually the opposite. Give yourself the freedom to have a very low bar. And if you achieve anything over that, it's just laying yet. Don't be afraid to prioritize your needs. 
not in a selfish way, not in a jerk way, but if it was someone else, you would tell them that their needs count during the summer. Go ahead and get out in the front of that. Make it a priority so you can enjoy your summer too. We are not going to be Cinderella this summer, stuck at home inside doing chores, grumbly and resentful. Do you hear these words a lot? While your family is having fun. We all are a family team. You might want to limit the chores, but we work on them together. Make an opportunity to make some music, listen to music, enjoy some music. You're a music teacher. That lights you up inside. Take the time. We're going to be proactive, not reactive. If you wait until the end, you're going to be very dissatisfied with your summer. If you get out in front of it now, I think you'll have a great one. Don't wait until your conditions are perfect. Think about changing plans on the fly if you need to. Think about getting happy with your body. Think about doing what you can to have fun within any budget, whatever that might be. And finally, getting happy with your level of schoolwork and sticking to it. There is no right or wrong here. Give yourself a big permission slip to do whatever makes the most sense for you and your situation. And it doesn't have to be the same every year. Let's face it. We're not kids anymore. The best summers of my life were probably when I was at Bush Gardens the first summer that I met my husband. There was a lot of freedom there. We have more rights and responsibilities now, and that's okay. Own it and own the season. I hope you have an awesome summer. Have you purchased my book? Happier Music Teacher, 50 Days to Being a Happier Music Teacher at Home and at School. It's available on fflatbooks.com. Fflatbooks is an ebook publisher, so all that means is when you purchase it, they're very author-centric. I get a portion, they get a portion, and you're going to love their work and support their mission. And it's a PDF file that goes to your computer. You would just read on your computer like you might read another ebook on your Kindle. It's 165 pages long, and I'm so stinking proud of it. I really think you should purchase it. Instead of being overwhelming, it's just as it promises, it's 50 days of small, ridiculously easy micro actions you can do to be happier at home and at school. Some of the things that we address are rest, commuting, meals, vocal fatigue, movement, comparison traps, and joy. There's a journaling component to it I think you'll find really helpful, and I think you need this in your life. Now, pause the podcast, go to fflatbooks.com and search for Happier Music Teacher and order your copy today. Today's Mindset Minute addresses that you can't squeeze 10 pounds of sugar into a five pound bag. I have looked for the source of that quote. I do not know where it comes from, but boy, do I love it. And boy, does it apply to us. I think a lot of times we think if we were just more productive and we were more efficient and we worked harder and we had better systems in place and better delegation, we could get all those things done that we want to do. No, you can't. There are laws of physics and gravity and time and space governing that that mean that you cannot do everything that you would like to do. It's not even advisable to do everything you want to do. And even if you're trying to just get that five pound bag full to the brim, it might still spill over and cause some problems. I'm going to advise you to think about doing a lot less than you think and see what happens to your stress levels. Now, luckily we're coming up on summer, but I'm going to even encourage you to double down on this when the school year starts. It doesn't matter what your capacity is. I'm sure it's great. We all have different capacities and happy places, but I think for us as a society, we are just up to the brim of what we can do all the time. And then we wonder why we're stressed and sick and unhealthy. That's why we're doing too much. So not about being lazy, 
but also just about being realistic in your output, your expectations for yourselves and others. I think you'll even find that the people around you relax a little bit when you start realizing that you cannot put 10 pounds of sugar in a five pound bag. Today's verse of the week, Romans 12, 18. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. In today's People Podcasts and Promotions, the spotlight shines on Melissa Stoffer of Mrs. Stoffer's Music Room. I have just been amazed at this space, how everyone is so supportive of each other and helpful and generous with their time. I really thought there might be a spirit of competition or a little bit of backhanded things, backstabbing. I have not experienced that one time. Um, one of the kindest people I met in this space is Melissa Stoffer. She allowed me to be a guest on her podcast, Mrs. Stoffer's VIP Music Room. I also um, I had her assistance at the Oak National Conference when I presented, and I'm so thankful for it. She is a force of nature. I don't know how she gets everything that she does done, but I'm sure glad she does. You should definitely check out her Teachers Pay Teachers store, Mrs. Stoffer's Music Room. She has 525 products. That's not an exaggeration. And these are not the products on TPT that you purchase and you wonder why you did or you wonder who created them. She is solid. She is very well known in Kodai circles. She is a well-trained educator involved in her local groups and also monitoring several Facebook groups. She's a proud member of my Facebook group, but I'm so glad that she's there. She also has an Etsy store, a blog. You need to check her out. Mrs. Stoffer's Music Room. Thank you for listening to the Happier Music Teacher. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and tell a friend.